0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, who's been in the Triangle for over 17 years as head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? Doing good. It's fair, Tom. Uh, we finally got some October, uh, you know, weather. That fall weather's in my blood. <laughs> Don't want
1: it to get too cold too fast, but I'm hoping those, those temps stay around.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it. It feels great out, and it's been a, a nice week, you know. After dealing with uh, a couple weeks of storms and yeah. stuff like that, it's uh, it's nice to have fall here. It is. Hopefully, no more hurricanes. Yeah, all yeah. Those, all, all the
1: prayers go out to those people down in um, down in Florida. Yeah, I mean, they're they're still reeling.
0: It's, uh um, you know, the recovery time is going to be a, a, a really long time. Um, it's just a bad year for storms this year, bad unfortunately. Year. Um, but, well, Dr. Mann, let's let's get down to business here. We are going to talk about a subject that uh, I know has drawn a lot of interest from the WPTF audience because I know I've, I've personally gotten phone calls and people <laughs> have asked me about it. But that's the Healthy Start Program. And, uh, you know, th- th- this is – a program that I don't think the the general public really knows about, but when they hear about it, it's uh, it's fascinating, and I think a lot of people uh, want more information about it. Oh, absolutely! Uh, it, it basically, Healthy Start
1: program is a way of, of of diagnosing sleep breathing disorders in young children and treating and treating those sleep breathing disorders at an early age. Um, you know, s- nine out of ten children have sleep some form or some symptom of having a sleep issue with breathing. Wow. Um, And that's a high number. Yeah. You know, uh, eight out of 10 have three or more of the symptoms of the, of the 16 symptoms. And, uh, you know, we always say, Oh, well, you know, that that's a high number. Well, it is. And and there's a, there's a few reasons for that. You know, Um, uh, mothers don't breastfeed as long due to, you know, uh, our society. Now Um, we actually uh, keep children uh, on sippy bottles, uh, a lot longer than we should, and on the bottle, really, um, instead of moving them into solid foods quicker. So all that plays a part in developing the muscles around and the swallowing muscles, which also form. If you think about it, it basically forms uh, your airway. Uh, swallowing the muscles around your your uh, face and um, and and, this, and so that that is one of the things that we're seeing is more uh, allergies in kids now. Um, a lot of that may be due to synthetic things in foods. Uh, some of the synthetics uh, that we see in, um, in uh, s- cleaners, uh, household uh, deodorizers, things like that. Um, we're starting to see kids react in a different way than we did, say, 50, 60 years ago
0: yeah it's a, a big change because uh we're hearing more and more about this, but um, you know I think we've we've maybe perked some people's ears up so what are the the signs and symptoms of someone who may have a a sleep breathing disorder? Well, you know some of the uh things that we see
1: and you know we tell our 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 patients um parents is you know if your child's a snore they have a major sleep breathing disorder. Um, a child should not snore. And I always tell people snoring is basically um, the airway shutting off and, and your air trying to be forced down in soft tissue vibration. That's basically what snoring is. So when a child is snoring, they're basically um, uh, having a narrow airway. Their their breathing is uh, reduced because they're having to get uh, force oxygen down that, that narrow airway thus the snoring. So any kid that's is snoring is, 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 a, is a bad sign. The other signs that we see is mouth breathing. If your child is mouth breathing during the day, then they also have a breathing disorder because you're not supposed to breathe through your mouth. You're supposed to breathe through your nose. And if you're breathing through your mouth, it can affect many things. A, it can cause uh, allergies, uh, especially um, in kids who are already allergic uh, prone. Um, when they breathe, through their mouth all those allergens are collected in their tonsils if they breathe through their nose those are filtered out before they get to their tonsils but if you're in a mouth breather your tonsils swell and if you think about it when your tonsils swell what happens your airway
0: closes yeah now that makes sense so
1: you get less oxygen and the thing about brain development that we're learning um in young children is oxygen is plays a really big key in how our brain develops okay And uh, they're doing studies with autism and things like that um, in kids, young kids, about the oxygen levels that they get while they're in the womb and right after the womb. It's really funny because um, my my associate, uh, Dr. Damian Rodakis, his son was um, diagnosed with autism at an early age. They said he had a a light form of autism. Well, um, he also had a a major problem with mouth breathing. And they went – to the ent and demanded um because he had really large tonsils that he get his tonsils taken out okay because he had a hard time breathing at Mm -hmm. night and they knew um that that he was having a problem so once they got his tonsils out Okay, He's excelled. He's no longer diag- diagnosed to be al- autistic. So a lot of that was, was o- oxygen to the brain. He could not get enough oxygen while he was sleeping because of those large tonsils. And um, so it, oxygen plays a big part because, A, you don't get carbon, mon- uh, carbon dioxide buildup in your blood, and, and you're getting those oxygen to the cells to make them flourish, which is what we need at, at a young age. So um, snoring. Uh, one of the other uh, common things is speech impediments. Okay, a lot of a lot of children that are having sleep disorders, um, they can't pronounce uh, certain words. They, ha- they have a hard time pronouncing T's and V and water things like that. It requires your tongue to go to the roof of your mouth, so they're not used to that tongue going to the roof of their mouth. So that that would also be a sign that can easily be corrected. Um, bedwetting is is a thing that is very very common in children that have sleep breathing disorders. Um, the uh it's not something that that many people want to talk about because you know you don't want to say hey you, you almost feel like you're you're you have failed at a parent if you can't get your child um, potty trained but sometimes the parent can't you know we have we're, we're treating nine and ten year olds and and older in our um office for bedwetting and it's been going on since they were you know brought home from the hospital um and but it all comes down to it's a sleep breathing disorder um, nine times out of ten, if you treat that sleep breathing disorder, you can stop the wetting of the bed. Some of the other uh, symptoms um, that we see, um, uh, dark circles around the eyes, um, ADHD is a very high on the list for sleep breathing disorders. Most kids who um, – they did a huge study that just came out that most kids that, that have ADHD um, do not get REM. So they're not getting that, that restful sleep that they need. Um, and, it's and you know, you think about the drug, and we might want to get, the, get into this after the break, but if you think about the drug that they give kids that have ADHD, it's an upper. It's not a downer. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that, right? Because they're tired and they don't have enough oxygen going to their brain. And so what does a child t- uh, 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 a tired child
0: do? They tend to act out. Right. So, you know, that's just a few of the symptoms that we see. Gotcha. Well, we need to take a quick break, and I got a couple follow up questions okay. for you, Dr. Mann. So I'll save those for right after the break. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. If you're interested in booking an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do that on his website, smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. And you can also call the office at 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. We're talking all about the Healthy Start program this afternoon. And uh, Dr. Mann, we were talking about the symptoms of sleep-breathing disorders, and and you mentioned snoring. Um, And my question is, you know, what what constitutes uh, a snore that maybe you need to be mindful of? Is, Is it a loud snore or any kind of snore, you know, uh, th- it can be a light snore to a to yeah. a loud one. You know, mm-hmm. the
1: louder the snoring, usually the more the, the the child is struggling to get air down the airway. So, um, but a light snore can also be very indicative that they're not getting enough airway. Um, the other thing that parents should look at is, is mouth breathing. A lot of parents um, don't know because they don't go in and watch their child, um, but mouth breathing um, is, is something that. It needs to be corrected early on. We have adults that are mouth breathers still but, uh, to this day. Um, think about it: if you breathe through your mouth, okay, you're going to form a habit of breathing through your mouth, and you're not going to develop the airway in your nose. So, the, you know, you, down the road um, at uh, seven or eight years old, you notice that your your child is breathing through their mouth. It's very hard to break that habit then, because they haven't developed the feeling of breathing through their nose so then when they start breathing through their nose they feel like they're suffocating because they're not getting the air that they do through their mouth so um that that is something i encourage parents to do walk in the bedroom and watch your child after they've gone to sleep for an hour you know and see are they breathing through their mouth if they are that needs to be corrected um are they snoring okay? Do they wake up? Do they toss and turn a lot? Are they waking up on the opposite end of the bed? That's another sign of sleep breathing disorder. Are they heavy sweaters, um, wetting the bed, um, uh, very fidgety during the day, not listening um, at at an early age? Those are all signs that they're not getting the REM, the quality sleep that they need,
0: which stems back to sleep breathing disorders. Gotcha. So what are the ramifications of Doing nothing, you know. You've mentioned some signs and symptoms here that you know some folks m- m- might just brush off and say, "Well, you know, that's normal," or you know, this is a, a typical thing. What happens if you don't act when you're seeing some of these symptoms? Well, the, uh, some of
1: the things that we see, um, and the studies are showing, is okay. Um, stunted growth early on. Um, if, if you have severe sleep breathing disorders, you can stunt your, you know, stunt the growth mm-hmm. um, because the airway um, needs to be developed you don't develop that airway um, and then it leads to consequences later in life such as sleep apnea Um, and it can start leading to sleep apnea early on we even treat 20 25 year olds in our um, practice for sleep apnea um, as an adult Um, those things could have been easily um, taken care of early on with the healthy start program by getting that airway formed and um uh, the other the other thing is uh, that uh, sleep-breathing disorder uh, you know, uh, it reduces uh, the um, – how they're going to do in school basically. And it's a good time to talk about that because we're in at, at the first quarter. Right. If you have a child that's not performing in school consistently like you think they should and you're watching them and, and you've heard some of these signs and symptoms that we're talking about, there's a good chance that going through the Healthy Start program – They will improve their scores, especially in math and reading, Um, math being one that a lot of uh, kids that have sleep breathing disorder, um, they uh, score poorly on standardized tests. Once they go through that Healthy Start program, their scores shoot up. Um, And it it goes down to you have to have that oxygen going to your brain. You have to be able to get the REM sleep that you need um, in order to perform.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense because you know you think about just how we we function as adults, and you hear so much about how getting you know quality sleep at night is important. Well, of course that's going to mean even more to a child whose brain is still growing and learning and developing. That makes a whole lot of sense. Well, what can a parent do if they see some of these symptoms then, and they want to correct that?
1: Yeah, one of the things they need to do is you know. Come in and see me. I'm one of the few providers in the area for Healthy Start, um, and let us do a free evaluation. You can also go to uh dot com, um, and they you can actually look at the symptoms and, and score your child to see. And um, they they have a nice little uh, program on there that will tell you whether or not you should be concerned. Um, But uh, we do free consults in our office. But it's very important to catch it earlier. I always tell um, parents um, a habit is formed early on, um, and it can be broken if you start correcting the habit early on. The longer the habit goes forward, uh, the longer it takes to break it. And um, sleep breathing disorders, some of them are habits, breathing through the mouth. um, uh, That is probably the biggest thing that we can um you know correct tongue thrusting believe it or not is a habit um mm-hmm. sucking on the thumb is a habit but you know unfortunately it does cause uh, a, the narrowing of the airway um that needs to be broken um even not just a thumb but some people uh, some some kids suck on their fingers a blanket whatever it may be that sucking motion um pulls a force on the mandible and the maxilla. To shrink it, to shrink that airway, and so if we can break those habits early on, um, and I, again, I know parents uh, don't like a lot of parents. I'm a, I have a boy that's nine and uh, twelve. You know, we always we always said, "Hey, oh, that's so cute." We don't want him to grow up. We don't want her to grow up. And some of these things you think are cute, um, and it is nice uh, that you you know you get to spend that quality baby time with your children. Unfortunately, some of these things can have long-term consequences if you don't um, correct them, such as surgery, uh, apnea, things like that long-term that can be avoided if if they're caught early
0: on. So what's, uh, what's early? You know, how, how soon should folks be paying attention to these symptoms? Well, two years old, I would say, is a good um, time to start looking
1: uh, for these issues. Now, we treat uh, toddlers before two years old. If we feel like uh, there's a, there's certain parents feel like they, they have breathing problems. And, um, we, we do have, um, special, uh, mouthpieces that we use and we can go into the treatment, um, of healthy start. But, uh, yeah, two is a great time to start evaluating your child to see, Hey, are they sleeping properly? Is it a chore to get them to sleep? Um, you know, sleep, sleep time. I always tell parents, make sure it's routine and make sure if your child is, is is struggling to go to sleep or giving you a hard time pushback, more than likely there's some sleep breathing
0: disorder going on. Oh, that's good tip. That's a yeah. very good tip. Well, if you're interested in getting a free consult in regards to the Healthy Start Program, you can call the office for Dr. Mann at 919-462-9338. That's 919 462 9338, and we'll give that number out again later on in the program. You can also go to smileman.com. That's smileman with two ns.com. A quick break and back, you're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Jason Kong here with Dr. Mann, and we're talking all about the Healthy Start Program. And, Dr. Mann, we've talked about um, some signs and symptoms of... Uh, sleep problems, and some uh, things that we need to look out for and what happens if they're not treated. And we've talked about how the Healthy Start Program can help, but I don't think I've ever I asked you yet what exactly the Healthy Start Program is and what the treatment looks like.
1: That's, that's a great question. The Healthy Start Program is a series of mouthpieces uh, that we use to break habits. Um, uh, it's a really uh, one-size-fits-all for each age group and so it's a very easy thing we don't have to take impressions but there's a lot that goes into these mouthpieces um there's tabs to help kids keep uh, to keep them from uh, thrusting their tongue forward one of the things that tongue thrusting causes is an open bite if you see your kids if they bite on their back teeth and their front teeth aren't touching they're usually um uh, tongue thrusters Hmm. that needs to be corrected early while they're in, in their baby tooth stage so that when they get the permanent teeth that doesn't happen um The other thing it has is it has a palatal expander on it. And it naturally, um, uh, expands the palate. What that does is that makes room for your, your permanent teeth when they come in. It also opens your airway up long term. You want to have a wide palate. You don't want to, what we call a vaulted palate because that means you don't have the airway that we were talking about earlier that's causing these problems, which lead to, um, later problems, uh, as you age. The, uh, other things it has is it has a lip seal on it that keep, that allow you or uh, allows the individuals a mouth breather. It, it, it keeps them from mouth breathing. So it kind of forces them to breathe through their nose when they're wearing this at night. So if you have someone who's a mouth breather, uh, we we even have adult – we call them habit correctors because they're correcting all these bad habits that, that, that children have. And so – and they uh, – we start them, as I said earlier, uh, as early as before two years, but mostly at around two and um, uh, all the way up. So the adults, believe it or not, we're treating with these habit correctors. That's the first step in um, the Healthy Start program: is to break those habits. The other thing that it does is it it, it um, positions the jaws in the correct position, so that we know that those jaws are going to form. Okay, one of the things that we see in our society is our lower jaw doesn't grow out far enough. A lot of people have what we call retruded mandibles, and we're seeing that more and more. And, uh, the healthy start program prevents that because it puts that mandible in the right position and it's, and it spurs what we call condylar growth, your condyle, which is what opens and closes your mouth is where growth is. So it spurs that growth so that, that your child is getting the correct growth. And what does that mean? Well, that sets you up so that a, when you move to the next step of healthy start, which is guiding your teeth. Your permanent teeth as they erupt into place, you, there's a 97% chance that you won't have to have braces. Gotcha. Wow, that's that's pretty big.
0: Yeah, that's a, a really big cost savings because uh, braces are not cheap.
1: Braces aren't cheap, and the thing about uh, movement—if you move permanent teeth into the correct position as they're coming in before the root is developed—okay, your rebound. Uh, the fact that teeth move again after you've already straightened them is gone. And the reason why is because we have ligaments that attach to our teeth after the roots formed. If we move those teeth before those ligaments attach, then we don't have any, barely any movement after those teeth are in place. The traditional orthodontics waits till the roots are completely developed, and then they stretch those fibers, which causes teeth to want to move back. Thus, we have to wear retainers. So the healthy start... Um, guide up which is the second um step of the healthy start program is basically helping move those teeth into position so that 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 we can avoid braces
0: gotcha well that yeah that's a tremendous benefit that i think a lot of people yeah you know, i perked up to that because uh, i i wore braces as a child and you know if i could have gone through something like healthy start to avoid that you know that sounds like a a, a really nice trade-off to me oh yes i would i personally you know i think a lot of kids you know don't want to wear braces there's no.
1: some that like them until they get them put on and then they want them immediately off you know <laughs> love to have braces and then they get them on they start complaining mm-hmm. one thing about braces again um, that's different uh, is uh, you you really have a hard time cleaning your teeth while they're in place and they have to stay on for a long period of time so you know the kid really has to, to be diligent about that or they will get some, some repercussions from it decalcification increased risk for decay things like that the good thing about the healthy start is you know it's mostly worn at night uh the guide appliance and then about two hours actively during the day so there if you move the teeth again while the roots are developing into the place where you want them to develop you can imagine um they're going to be much easier to move because it's kind of like a stake in the ground you know if it's deep in, in in the ground it's harder to to get out and move than if it's than if it's just barely in the ground so that's kind of the process and um we're, we're seeing great results uh with the healthy start program in that in that sense but um again the most important step in that process is
0: getting those habits corrected that's causing the sleep breathing disorders Okay. And uh, we've got just a few minutes here, Dr. Mann, but I got to get to the the big question. You know, is this something that's covered by uh, dental insurance or would it it be is. medical insurance? It
1: is. So, um, the sleep breathing disorder part, some medical insurances are starting to cover that part, mm-hmm. um, the first st- stage. Um, the second stage is definitely covered. It's co- covered under orthodontic side of the dental insurance. Um, but we are uh, starting to see a, a, an increase in medical coverage. For sleep breathing disorders, and that's that's a great um, thing um, because if this is not done early on, I can tell you it will lead, especially those who have severe sleep breathing um, disorder issues. And I would encourage people out there that may think that their child has a sleep breathing disorder to go to thehealthystart.com dot and look at all those symptoms and grade them, grade, grade your, your your child out. But um, if they do and and, and they don't get treatment; it will lead to further uh, consequences later down in their life. Um, whether it's malocclusion, meaning they're not biting on their teeth right, um, sleep apnea, um, the ADHD, things like that
0: um, will will occur with people that have severe sleep breathing disorders early on. That's thehealthystart.com if you want to check out some of those symptoms and see if your child or uh, you know a, a young loved one that you know might be experiencing that. And if you want to follow up with a free consultation from Dr. Mann, you can call 919-462-9338. That's 919 462 9338 or you can go online to smileman.com that's man with two ends smileman.com you can find plenty of information there you can book an appointment and you can find out all about uh, Charles Ashley Man Family and Cosmetic Dentistry I've uh, got two wonderful offices in the triangle one at 315 East Chatham Street in Cary the other in Garner off of Highway 70 so 919 uh, 462 9338. And Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? Uh, well, it's that time of year, Halloween and candy.
1: And uh, we're going to talk a little bit how to prevent. Decay from all that eating
0: of uh, all that uh, candy that comes with Halloween. <laughs> I'm excited to hear your perspective on Halloween. Everyone, uh, please join us again next week. We do this every Sunday at 4 30. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. On behalf of Dr. Mann, I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend.